What are your goals to improve your game in 2019? And how do you go about setting up those goals? Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf. Thanks for being here today. What I wanted to kind of get into for the remainder of the year, which is not very long, obviously, is talk about what sort of data we can use to properly set up realistic goals for 2019. So I thought we could kind of jump in and just use, we'll use the PGA Tour. We'll look at actual players and their statistics and try to come up with a plan for us in 2019 with realistic expectations based on data from the best players in the world. And then we can kind of come up with a plan for ourselves. It's really helped me sort of put my expectations in a realistic place which is important because as you're trying to get better at the game of golf, having unrealistic expectations can be super frustrating. And frustration is absolutely the worst thing you can feel when you're trying to get better at something, right? So we want to keep ourselves in the proper frame of mind to improve our game, but we want to do it within the confinement of what's realistic, right? Let's not set up goals that are so lofty and so ridiculous that they're unattainable. So let's look at that. So the first one I wanted to look at is accuracy off the tee, driving accuracy. And so I've just gone to PGATour.com and I've looked at the stats for driving accuracy for 2018. And we're going to create sort of a, a benchmark for ourselves by looking at the average of the PGA Tour. Now, some would say, look, they're professionals, they are highly skilled, they practice all the time, they have access to all the latest technology, all of that is very, very true. But they also hit the ball a lot further than we do. The further you hit the ball, the more chance you have of missing a fairway, right? Because it can just go further into more trouble. We hit it a lot shorter, so chances are better that we're going to be able to find the fairway a little bit more if we have any sort of skill at all. So it, I think it's a nice balance to take the stats from the PGA Tour and sort of find the average, and then let's create some goals based on that that we can then say are still lofty goals. I mean, we're talking about the average PGA Tour player. From what I've seen over the years of talking to people about expectations is we have these unrealistic expectations in our golf game and how we should be performing that just cause frustration that kill our motivation to get better. Okay, so here we go. Looking at driving accuracy for 2019, in the number one position, right up at the top, is Hendrik Stenson. And he hit the fairway 75% of the time off the tee. All of us who follow Hendrik Stenson and understand how he plays the game, we all realize that Hendrik Stenson likes to hit that strong three-wood off the tee a lot. And to some purists, he'll get to some holes where it's obviously a driver and he will still hit the three-wood. He's comfortable hitting the three-wood. Hey, he's hitting 75% of his fairways. He likes to play from the fairway, so it's, it seems to be a good decision for him. Now, how much distance is he losing 
I think is a good question. So I did jump back to kind of see what his average distance is and is 291 and a half yards off the tee. Now, all of us would love to average 291 off the tee with the driver, right? So he does move it out there. But as far as where he finishes, if you look at the entire tour, he's placed at 139th in driving distance out of roughly 200. So yes, he has given up some distance, but he's hitting the fairway 75% of the time. And I believe that he made somewhere in millions, right? Over, he made $2.6 million last year. So, okay, right? We're going to give it to him. It seems to be working for him. All of us could probably live off $2.6 million. And if we could do that by hitting a three-wood off the tee and hitting 75% of our fairways, we would love it. Okay, so there's one. There's the top end. Okay, he leads the PGA Tour at 75% of fairways hit. Great. Okay, so let's look at the next one. So we're going to drop down now to the very bottom. And this is Mr. Ricky Barnes. Bless his heart. Ricky Barnes hit the fairway 47% of the time off the tee. He missed the fairway more than he hit the fairway in 2018, which is, wow. That would be a tough way to play golf, right? But here you go. Somebody who made, what, $340,000 on the PGA Tour last year hit the fairway less than half the time. Okay, so there's our two extremes in this category, in the accuracy category. So it, they've measured 193 individuals, hit enough drives to be considered into this driving accuracy stat. Then the average of that puts us right at 96th. So I'm going to go to the 96th spot, which is Terrell Hatton. And Terrell Hatton hits the fairway 62% of the time. Okay, let's use that then as the benchmark. Let's say 62%. We want to set up a goal for ourselves to hit the fairway somewhere around 60% of the time. Now, in a normal round of golf, we've got 18 holes, typically. Four of those holes are going to be par three, so we're going to throw those out. And now we're talking about 14 holes. 62% of 14 holes is somewhere between eight and nine fairways around. So there's our goal for 2019. Let's, and, and what I mean by goal is we're going to set up benchmarks for ourselves. This is where we want to hang out and play golf. If anywhere along, and we're going to track our performance, anywhere along the line, if we fall below these benchmarks, then we know that's the part of our game that we need to spend a little extra time on. We're amateurs. We don't have time to practice every day, all day. So let's practice on those parts of our games, not living up to some sort of a benchmark that we've made for ourselves. So we're saying between eight and nine fairways around. So track your fairways hit. We're all going to, I'm going to track my fairways hit. If I hit less than eight fairways around, then I know I need to go and work on my long game, off the tee, work on my driver. There's many out there who will go out and play a round of golf and every time they miss a fairway, they freak out. And you've played with these guys and you may be one yourself. Can we take a step back and realize, look, the best players in the world, the ones that do this for a living and practice all the time, have the best technology, have the best coaches, play in the best conditions, that these players are missing fairways. A lot of them. 40% of the time, they miss a fairway. And so let's set up those expectations. We're going to miss fairways and that's okay. That's part of playing golf. It has nothing to do with us not performing well. 
It has everything to do with the fact that we are trying to perform a very difficult task, play a very difficult game, the game of golf. And let's just be okay with that. So when you miss a fairway, shrug it off as, that's golf. We'll stay calm. We'll go up, figure out where, where, where we are, and try to make it work from there. Instead of getting upset that we didn't perform up to some kind of unrealistic standard that just doesn't exist. Some of you are saying, okay, 96, that's ridiculous. Um, you know, only 62% of the time, that's ridiculous. Well, let me kind of give you a few names of some folks that are down below Terrell Hatton. We've got Alex Noren, who we know finished in the top 20. We've got Jordan Spieth at 99th. Bud Colley at 106th. Xander Shoffley, who finished in the top 20, 124. Dustin Johnson at 125. There's the length causing a problem. He's known to be a very accurate driver of the golf ball. I mean, in the U.S. Open, they talked about it nonstop, how he could just, boom, he was so accurate with his driver. Well, he's 125th on tour. He's hitting the fairway 60% of the time. He's missing it 40% of the time. Tiger Woods, less than 60%. John Rahm, with his short backswing, less than 60% of the time he finds the fairway. Justin Thomas, 138th. He hits the fairway less than 40, 59% of the time. Jason Day, 58% of the time. Okay, so let's just be realistic this year. 2019 is the year of being realistic. We are going to miss the fairway, and we're going to be okay with that. If we hit eight fairways around, let's be just completely thrilled with that. And if we're hitting seven, we're close. If we're hitting six, still really not that bad. When you look at some of the players out here, Brooks Kepka, right, won two majors in 2018 and went back-to-back with the U.S. Open. The most difficult driving test of golf is the U.S. Open. He's at 155th. He hits the fairway 57% of the time. In 2019, let's keep it real. Golf is hard. We miss fairways sometimes, and that's okay. And when we're missing fairways, say, if we're not hitting at least six fairways around, then let's put in some time to get our off-the-tee game a little bit better. Hopefully that, that is helpful. We're going to keep looking at some other stats for the rest of this time that we have together before it turns to 2019 to hopefully prepare ourselves to have realistic expectations going forward. So thanks for tuning in today. Appreciate it. Remember always, better data always means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.